Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian, and we are going to be talking MLS. Don't forget, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Twitch channel, Cuatro Cuatro Dos, on there, of course, and Instagram and Twitter, of course, there. We're trying to get a little bit, you know, 2024 started a little bit late for us. Obviously, we're in the middle of uh, February, and, you know, just when... I get busier at work, family, and everything. I decide to throw more things on my plate, and this is where we are today. But with the MLS starting up, literally tomorrow night, the Houston Dynamo will start their season officially as they play their first game of um, of the year. They play the CONCACAF Champions Cup uh, by winning the U.S. Open Cup last year. They beat Miami. They went into this international cup where they're going to be playing basically the best of the best of the of the conference, or not the conference, but the whole uh, region, I guess we could say, right? So the whole North American region, or CONCACAF as they call it. Um, the same way you have like UEFA Cup and Champions League over there. In Europe, this is our Champions League, right? So, obviously, the teams are a little bit different. Uh, but, my, uh, actually, Houston has a really, really tough opponent, which is going to be uh, uh, St. Louis City FC, who happens to be one of the toughest teams from last year. Actually, last year, they came in in first place on the West uh, side of things. And they lost in the first round of the playoffs, but, you know, they had a really good year for their inaugural year. It was actually the first year in the MLS, and they were able to basically put on a good shift, you know, throughout the whole season. And and they were able to kind of take that, you know, under their belt, having a really, really good season. But, you know, season two, things changed. We saw Austin. Austin came also very, very strong their first season. Second season was very, very trashy. Um, and they're just kind of trying to get a footing, and that's kind of what Seattle, not Seattle, St. Louis is trying to do as well. There's also a bunch of rebrands, uh, not a bunch of rebrands, only a, a, like one. Uh, Seattle had a rebrand, and then a bunch of jerseys. I think we should probably look at those jerseys. Uh, honestly, we have been 11 musty jerseys. So let's see what MLS decided to pick, because... <coughs> um, Every single team basically had a new jersey, uh, either a home or an away jersey. And and obviously there was a lot of different, um, not topics, but like different ways of seeing. Let me just go back to OBS just to make sure the chat is going there. Um, and this guy, bro, I just got in here. You're already spamming my shit, bro. Come on, dog. Uh, definitely make sure you're posting off stream stuff to grow the stream. I appreciate that. I'm not sure what you wanted. I see UBS. Ah, I'm actually reading backwards. But this guy said, guaranteed content. Hello, sorry for bothering you. I want to offer a promotion of your channel, viewers, etc. The price is lower than... Bro, I ain't paying for shit. I barely have money. Leave me alone. But I appreciate the offer. Guaranteed whatever content for. Um, but, you know, we'll stick to, to our free shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go back here. Sam Jones, J. Sam Jones... Uh, he picked the 11, uh, I guess, best jerseys. So we're going to go through them real quick. Obviously, if you are listening to the podcast, we'll do the best to kind of um, describe this to you. But if you are just, if you're watching, obviously, this is great. Uh, Chicago Fire returned to red. Uh, obviously, Chicago Fire is known for the red. Even their logo looks different because there is no blue on it. So obviously, they did that for that. If you see right here on the top. And... 
this is the original. I don't know if you can see it right there, but this one looks pretty clean. Obviously, Adidas has a stronghold on the MLS or in the MLS or on the MLS. So every single kit or every single shirt that you're going to see uh, will be Adidas. I really love Adidas. The whole change that they did are, you know, from having the word Adidas on the bottom to just having the simple three stripes. But in this one, the details are where everything kind of lies, right? So that blue little stripe right here kind of going across, beautiful there. Carvana kind of fits right there in that pattern in the middle. So pretty good. The logo, beautiful. Uh, Matt Wolf, if I'm not mistaken, is the one that designed it. So the Chicago Fire kind of went through a couple of trash designs and they ended up going with this one, which looked really, really good. Simple, but good. Uh, obviously, you know, to the fire, kind of like the fireman thing on the outside, the C for Chicago, and then the little stars to kind of complement the flag of Chicago. The four stars and Por Siempre Rojo, basically an ode to the Hispanic community, a very, very big uh, Mexican community in Chicago. I think one of the biggest after L.A., um, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty cool. I mean, it's it's in the top, it's in the top for sure. Obviously, it's very simple, but I think you know, going to the return to red, I think obviously that's where they were trying to go with the Columbus Crew home kits. This one, I don't know if you guys seen uh, Charlie Brown, but is a lot of Charlie Brown vibes. But the Chicago Columbus Crew, the last champions of the MLS. The heart of the American soccer. So a lot of people, when they talk about Columbus Crew, they talk about how uh, big of a soccer town it is. And and, and honestly, it kind of seems like it is, right? So the UMN's national team goes there a lot. They play a lot there. Um, Columbus is kind of known for being a big soccer community outside of Colum like outside of their Columbus Crew uh, squad. And, and one of the things that they did as well was that Columbus Crew was actually going to become Austin, Austin FC at one point in time because the owner was going to move Columbus. And the people basically kind of rally around Columbus and, and they kept Columbus Crew in Columbus. Uh, they did go through a little rebrand of their logo as well. They used to have like literally three guys, uh, the silhouette of three guys on it. And now they have just like a simple C with kind of like another design. Honestly, I don't know what that weird design is, but I'm sure there's a reason behind it. But this one's pretty, you know, pretty simple. Obviously, the, the black stripe down the middle is not just your regular like Chicago fire stripe just going straight across. It, it kind of has a design to it. It's pretty cool. It's different. Kind of like a thunderbolt, you know, uh, mirroring each other. So I love black and yellow. Yellow is my favorite color. So any yellow kits will probably have my love. And also I love the black with the black stripes and the yellow with the, wait, the black with the yellow and the yellow with the black. I think it goes very well. Even the socks are pretty nice. They're simple, but they're badass. Uh, FC Dallas Afterburner Kit. So FC Dallas, that was kind of weird. Here, let's watch this video. I probably will kicked off. All right, guys. We started a new era. We lead the match Okay, guys. Now it's time to kick in the let's see. I mean, I'll be honest. Obviously, as a Houstonian, I I am obligated to hate Dallas. But let's see what this continues. I've already seen the kid, and I have kind of my opinions on it. But I'm trying to see if they can change my opinion. I doubt it, because Dallas sucks, but we'll see how it goes. <coughs> DFW is fast-paced and innovative. 
It has always pushed the limits by kicking it up a notch. From its humble beginnings as a frontier town to the metroplex that it is now, tradition and innovation have always been in the forefront. This kit not only represents the forward progression of our club's journey to aim high, but the blue... I hate that FC Dallas also represents Texas. Because it's like, bro, you're not even from Texas. Is Dallas Tech? I mean, I guess it is, right? But the way that I see it is kind of like almost southern Oklahoma in a way. Red gradient in our threads personifies the combustion of fire and energy from our fans. Just <laughs> like an afterburner. It represents our desire. It represents the belief that together, our potential is limitless. With this kit, it's time to shift into another gear. Players, you're clear for kickoff. DFW, it's time to kick in the afterburner. The pitch and sky are yours. Introducing the afterburner kit. All right. All right, with all due respect, whoever is doing the whole talking, kind of trash. Uh, but... I guess the concept is interesting. Uh, Afterburner. Uh, I didn't know that FC Dallas was like a big jet or, you know, military town or whatever it may be. I don't, I don't know. But I guess the kid is I. It's not, it's not my favorite, to be honest. That, that, that blue to red is not like my favorite. But, you know, it is what it is. Let's see if y'all people are still chatting. Hey, sorry for for bothering you, Bobo. What's Gucci, bro? Welcome, welcome. I know we're gonna talk. We're, I don't know if we're, we'll get to the to the Dynamo jersey, but I know you hate it, Chris. But hey, this what it is. Well, we'll see what reasons you have. Uh, LAFC primary kit. So obviously, this one is very uh, kind of basic, right? Uh, just black with yeah, pink, not pink. Uh, gold stripes. It's pretty classy. I mean, black is always classy, and especially if you add, like, some touches of gold. Uh, it's not like, well, it's not a wow, like, it's a badass, you know, kit. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of there. You know, just a, just a regular-ass kit for me, to be honest. See, like, Minnesota United Starry Night Kit, they did something different. So, let's see here what these people did. 30 seconds. Starry Night Kit. Hey, 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 hey. I feel like you should start rapping. So funny enough, I've been probably following the MLS a couple of years now, like at least two, three years, right? Because I've been following the Dynamo. But I don't know shit about the MLS. Uh, when it comes to like players and stuff like that, there's so many teams, bro. So this year, I kind of made it my thing to continue or try to follow the mls as much as i can um my head you know it's always kind of like going everywhere but this year hopefully by doing uh so me and rudy from bayou city soccer shout out to bayou city soccer that's my boys right there but uh me and rudy from bayou city soccer we do a show in spanish so hopefully we'll start doing it here soon since the season's about to start uh on on the spanish radio um radio here in spanish uh so it's like a sports radio in spanish and we do like a 30-minute segment about the MLS on Cesar Procel's show, which is called Encanchados, which goes from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. in the, I guess, morning, going into the afternoon, um, every day 
from Monday through Friday here on 93.3. So go check that out. If not, you can find the Euphoria app and you can listen to that there. And I've been trying to get to it, obviously, get to know players. Obviously, you you only know the most popular ones or the teams that are doing better. Minnesota did not have a great year. Therefore, I wasn't paying attention to them a lot. And obviously, I have no idea who this gentleman is and who the other gentleman is. But I guess, you know, we'll see if the year goes well for them. We'll get to know them. (coughs) Starry, 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 story night. But this game is pretty dope. Not going to lie. Pat presented by Target, obviously. They're the target team, as my wife calls it. So it's pretty dope. I don't know if you saw it, but it, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. This one, this one, it, it's different, right? New York, New York Red Bulls Legacy Kit. It's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. It, it has very, like, Inter Milan vibes. Um, that's kind of what it brings me to, just in red and black instead of blue and black. So I just kind of leave it at that. But it's pretty cool. The Red Bull logo is obviously ginormous, but it's always... It, it's kind of like eye-catching, you know, so it's, it's a good logo to have. Orlando City Legacy Kit. Let's let's click on it. Let's YouTube it, my friend. Celebrating our 10th MLS season is a milestone that deserves honor. X. But it's important to remember that our journey began long before that inaugural season. Just ask our supporters. We've had to earn their trust engage with our community, hoist a few cups, and even build a new home just to make it to our first MLS match. Kaka. Isn't it crazy that Kaka, one of the biggest players in the world, played for Real Madrid, Champions League's with Real Madrid, uh, champion of the world, if I'm not mistaken, with Brazil, played in Orlando. That's wild. Come, players go. We sold ebb and flow, but some things endure. Undying passion, relentless dedication, unyielding spirit, and one immutable truth. Hey, Lodeiro. So, lo, the guy that just they just showed Lodeiro. Let me see. Come here, dog. This kid. He actually almost signed for the Dynamo. So, isn't that wild? That would have been badass. Especially now that a couple of guys went down with injuries. Can't create purple without red. I hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go, let's go back. Show me the. This is the legacy. Okay, that. So this, or just in case you didn't know, Orlando City actually started as a kind of like a second division team. Obviously, here soccer in, in the United States is a little bit different. Uh, so they weren't in the MLS to begin with, and then they kind of bought in into the MLS, and that's when they changed their logo. Their logo now is kind of like a lion with like a sun around it in a way. Uh, it's a little bit different, obviously, but back in the day, this one, as they as the kids say, this one goes hard. So they usually wear purple, uh, and I guess now they're going to the white and red more stuff to celebrate their ex. <laughs> celebrate their ex. Funny. Uh, and I, I think that kid is Argentinian, if I'm not mistaken. But that was that. 
let's move on. Philadelphia Union, I can't remember what it looked like, but Philadelphia Union usually has a fire kids. Fire kids. Let's go check this one out. The X5, the 15, I guess, 15-year anniversary kit. Oh, I remember now. The one that looks like a snake. Bro, you're going so fast, dog. I hate these reels, videos. There's no there's no music, there's no sound, just a bunch of fast-ass pictures. Bro, y'all trying to give me, like, what's what's it called? One of your flashless lights? You get an epilepsy or something? I don't know. But the jersey itself looks pretty dope, not gonna lie. The whole, like, kind of snake skin going through the middle, dope. <coughs> Portland Timbers. So Portland Timbers kind of came out with a weird-looking thing. Uh, just kind of, or like an off-white shell, eggshell white, with like a bunch of pine trees on the sides. The wild spaces of Oregon are truly inspiring. Very, you know, before even seeing this video, very woke <laughs> kid. If you listen closely. Maybe not woke, but very like Pacific Northwest. Also... One pimple, two pimples. It's okay, I have a bunch of pimples myself. You'll hear the way it speaks to your soul. The bella. Telling its story. And opening your eyes. To its stirring strength. When we find ourselves amongst its one... It's funny because I shit on them, but I would love to go visit Portland. It's one of the teams that I actually started following like in 2015, 2016. Not even following it, but I, if they were on, I would watch them. Especially because during that time they were winning a lot. So I just kind of got a little thing to them. Gripped by the crisp air. Brought home by the smell of wet leaves and rich Pine tree, boy. We feel alive. And called to show the world what we were born to do. Nature and unites us. That was the most Portland video I've ever seen in my entire life. Obviously, it's a gray background, and then just trees, and all the men have beard, and then they all have puffer jackets, and everybody wears, flan wears flannel. Portland in a nutshell. We also like Peak Utah Kit. Oh, this one's pretty dope. Not gonna lie. Life here is shaped by our mountains. The trees and deserts tell silent stories of resilience, perseverance, and determination. Who cracks her fingers like this? Relax. Success isn't guaranteed, it's earned. And just like our backyard, that's something we embrace, cherish, and carry everywhere we go. Sheesh! I guess you could say Utah is just built different. We are Real Salt Lake. And this is Peak Utah. It's pretty dope. 
I think the the video is cooler than the actual jersey. Uh, it's cool that they use like rock climbers to you know obviously represent the the actual mountains and you know this the what's it called the the guy on the on the board, it's not a skier, uh, whatever it is, uh, to kind of also represent the, the the other side right on I guess rock climbers on the summer, the snowboarder there you go on the on the winter, and then soccer kind of in between right. It's pretty dope you know some uh, San Lorenzo wives from Argentina. Uh, Sounders kit, it, it's very like old school, kind of like 90s vibes, 80s vibes. <coughs> Raul Ruidias. Rusnak. Another Pacific Northwest like look. Like I feel like this shirt has to be tucked in. In khaki pants that are uh, what's it called when like you, they're like kind of like to your ankles in a way uh, like water race or whatever whatever they're called and then you wear like loafers <laughs> that guy is that guy's good it's good looking too So Portland, uh, Portland, Seattle, uh, this is their new logo right here. So it's pretty dope. And I guess their 50-year anniversary. They have a long history of soccer over there in, in Seattle. So shout out to those guys. I guess, yeah, 1974, 50 years. It makes sense if you do the math, I think. Yeah, because my dad just turned 53. He was born in 71. So those are Jam Jones, Sam Jones. Uh, pick those out. Um, those are going to be his picks. But here, let me go to the Twitter <clears throat> because I want. Well, of course, son of a bitch. I get. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna log in. But Houston Dynamo. <clears throat> and guess who has a freaking new shirt that Chris hates? Let me see if Chris is still there. Chris, you still there, bro? Uh, Minnesota United made a jersey space, better space jersey than Houston ever has. It's not really space, it's just the sky. I wonder if Portland jerseys are scratch and sniff. <laughs> Bro, that would be so fucking dope. Lots of FC Basel type jerseys. I can see that. I can see that for sure. A thousand percent. I can see that. I can see that for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Imagine if a jersey was scratch and sniffed. That would be amazing, bro. Okay, so this one obviously is giving a lot of uh, different vibes because of the color purple, obviously, and uh, everything kind of what kind of represents, right, in a way, and what it doesn't represent. <laughs> Some people will tell you that it represents one thing. Some other people will tell you that it represents other things. Me, personally, I was able to see it live. Uh, I was lucky enough to um, be actually invited to the to the um, what's it called the freaking uh, jersey release party that was held at Cactus Music uh, like a couple of days ago, or actually last week. And not gonna lie, it, in the beginning I was like, "What the? It's kind of weird," uh, but I kind of grew into it. I don't know if you guys remember. That screw stone jersey uh, that 
Brian from who actually designed this one. So if, if you're trying to blame anybody, blame Brian. But you know he didn't. He didn't. Uh, I mean, it's dope. I like it. Don't give me the back. Give me the front. Give me a full front too. <coughs> Come on, Emma. Emma, Emma whoever you are. See, like, isn't that bad? I think. I think it also like when, when we saw pictures of the players. Yeah, let me see if I can go to Instagram. So let me. Let's go. We'll go to. Hey, you can see everything that I look for there. Uh, no, Houston Dynamo. <clears throat> but they they held that thing with the players. That they went to talk to people. Uh, I guess I don't have that shit anymore. Um, but it had the back of it was is pretty dope. Like the the back the the numbers, like in the lighter um, in the lighter color, they're freaking dope. I don't know. I really like it. Honestly, to me, the color purple obviously it does have the connotations of the whole lean stuff and and kind of everything that you know kind of does that. But to me personally. It just reminds me of my middle school days, and I always tell people, yeah. <laughs> I always tell people that one of my best years ever in my life were was the year when I was 13. I don't know why. I feel like that's where I learned a lot. Um, I probably had like my first girlfriend. I was like an eighth grader in high in middle school. Uh, just my just the whole culture honestly i've never i've never done lean <laughs> i've never uh i've only smoked weed once in my life so it's not like you know i'm i'm a whole like into the culture of drugs and all that stuff so it's not i'm, I'm not like a pothead or anything like that right and and i'm not like drinking lean or, or whatever i've never seen like an actual bottle of protamesodimesosilcine whatever it's called so it's not like i'm involved in that culture but i feel like that you know th that rap that chopped and screwed music is such a Houston thing that to to a lot of people my age at least I know maybe not everybody relates to the I and also I think it depends on where you grew up right so I grew up kind of like in the southwest side of Houston where we were I wasn't living in the hood I always tell people that I was a hood adjacent so I was I wasn't living in a leaf but I feel like I was very close to A-Leaf, and I spent a lot of time in A-Leaf, uh, you know, just going to play soccer or, you know, just with friends or whatever it may be, right? And and obviously, you know, I'm not saying A-Leaf is drugs or bad or anything like that, but obviously it has a reputation amongst Houstonians. It has a reputation among the city. It has a reputation of, like, different things, right? And also the side side of Houston, which is, like, you know, most city is kind of right next to it in a way. Uh, on the other side of the freeway in, in a way of 59 and you know and then you have the south side which is right next to that kind of and and you know the whole screw culture you know the whole chopped and screwed stuff and you know dj screw and all that stuff and and there was a lot of gang stuff going on in middle school and and I would see it firsthand and you know a bunch of fights and this and that and obviously I'm not glorifying any of that and I don't think you know, Brian who or designed it or came up with the idea or the concept or whatever it may be. I don't think he has any of that or he's trying to glorify any of that. But I think it, it just kind of gives him his childhood vibes, right? If you grew up in that, if you grew up in that, like, you know, 
writing down, you know, Dairy Ashford or like Bel Air or like one of these streets on the west side of Houston, you were most likely listening to Chopped and Screwed or somebody around you were listening to Chopped and Screwed. Like if you're, you know, writing down Bissonnette. And even if you were Hispanic, like, you know, the culture will influence you a lot. And I, and I feel like that's part of it, right? Like just kind of your childhood growing up. You know, that's just my take of it. I obviously don't understand, you know, the purple is never there in the crest. But I can see how the purple resonate, resonates with the city, right? Also, you know, I could be kind of asshole-ish. Not asshole-ish, but I could, you know, come in here and tell you like, well, you know, it kind of represents unity. Because in a way, it does, but it really doesn't, you know. Because, you know, back in the day, you had the whole north side versus south side type thing. Crips versus Bloods, and you know if you put red and blue together, you get purple type thing, and it kind of you know signifies the you know the unity between the south side and the and the south and the north side of Houston, and all that. And obviously we had the boom in the in the early two thousands also with rap. Like I think Houston was on the map more than ever. You know you had your whole grills uh, era and all that stuff, and, and and that's where I grew up. And you know knowing. I don't know Brian, you know, like that, but I know he's my age and, you know, maybe late 20s, early 30s. And I know he probably not represents his culture, but he grew up with this, you know, and, and I know not every 30 year old, you know, is part of this or, you know, maybe you grew up kind of in the country or, you know, th there's different cliques, right? But I feel like everybody was into like rap or not everybody, but, you know, most of us we're into the whole rap culture and this and that and, and it just was kind of inevitable to kind of get away from it if you were you know in a public high school in a public place uh you would always hear so i don't know that's my take on it i really like it um also you know shout out to the houston dynamo organization they did give me a jersey uh you know it's one of the replicas and i love it honestly and it is what it is but um i loved the screwstone shirt this one, it took me a little bit longer to get through those orange highlights, but it is what it is. Um, I learned to love it, and I mean, I respect the opinion of the ones that don't love it. Also, I love the little Houston here on the bottom, the HOU, with the little screw, you know, on the Houston part of it. And then the backside, obviously, it says, still holding on the backside of the neck, and I think it, it kind of represents all that, right? So, I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, looks more blue than purple in real life. Still here. There you go. Shout out. What colors or theme would you use to make a Houston jersey? I really don't feel like this jersey represents soccer culture in the city well. But that's the thing, though. What is soccer culture? You know what I mean? So <coughs> not to, like, uh, you know, argue with you in a way, right, Chris? But what is soccer culture? I mean, when I think of soccer culture, because you can think of um, so one of the things that I really want to do in the next coming years, um, you know, God willing, and if I get fucking funds and people, I would love to make documentary, like a documentary style type thing of going to like different leagues in Houston, because I've heard of like full just African leagues of just African, you know, people playing like it's just teams of people from Africa, like different countries. Right. And, and they have like a kind of like a whole 100% African league, you know, and also I've heard of Vietnamese leagues where it's 100% Vietnamese people, and and you're like, well, that's wild, like, you can have a whole league of, like, 10, 15 teams 
of just one ethnicity, you know, ethnicity or just one like people from one country. Like that's wild. And then you know, you go to like the, the Hispanic communities, and you know, you have places where you just have mostly Mexican, you know, uh, soccer players, or you go to a another place where is you know, a lot of Central American people, Hondureños, Salvadoreños, and stuff like that, and you're like, that's wild, like, it's crazy how we can live in a, in a city, obviously, it's one of the most diverse cities in the, in the country, if not, I think it is the most diverse, and, and it's crazy because, you know, there's so many subcultures inside of this culture, like, when you think about, like, there's like Polish people, and like, there's a, like, a community of that, there's a big Greek community, and I mean, there's like community of literally almost every country in the freaking world, right? So obviously it is hard to kind of like, I don't know if it's hard to like pick and choose what you want to do. Um, obviously it would have been easier maybe like, let's just say they do a green Houston Dynamo jersey to kind of represent the Mexican part of it. But obviously somebody was going to get mad too, you know what I mean? Like it could have been easy. I mean, teams and fucking the Premier League do it, you know, just to get that, you know, Mexican dollar, basically, um, Wolves did it, they, they have no green whatsoever in their club history, and they did one just because of Raul Jimenez, um, you know, just people were doing green shirts just because they had Mexican players, or they could sell, you know, to the Mexican audience, who, we know now, like, Mexico moves money when it comes to soccer, and it, and it's wild, like, if I'm not mistaken, I heard that Mexico is the country that takes the most people to the World Cups, which is insane. And and it's funny because it's not even like Mexico. It is some like parts of Mexico, like Mexicans from Mexico, but a lot of them come from the United States, like Mexican-Americans. And, and obviously that's a whole culture of itself. Like, you know, you have the American culture, the Mexican culture, and then you have Mexican-Americans, which are you know, a world of itself type thing, like, you have Tex-Mex food, which is not Mexican food, is literally Tex-Mex, um, you know, obviously, is kind of, like, Texan food with Mexican roots, in a way, um, so it, it's, I don't know, it, it would be cool to kind of sit down, honestly, with, like, a creative team or whatever, maybe, or, or just kind of call the community, but then, you know, who do you call, you know what I mean, um, and just be like, okay, what, what are some ideas? What can we do? I mean, it could, that's the thing, you know, Houston could be a gazillion things. And I feel like this one itself was just kind of like an ode to a childhood <laughs> of whoever made it. And I think it just plays to that. And I mean, I don't know if you, Chris, or, you know, whoever the listener is, you know, if, if y'all can relate to this, but me, myself as a 30 year old, well, I'm 31, about to be 32. But me as a 32-year-old kind of Argentinian kid that didn't learn English till his 7th, 8th grade. Like, I grew up, my first, like, English, not first English words, but, like, me me learning English was with, like, rap music and li- watching MTV. And that's literally when Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, Chameleon Air, all those guys, Lil Flip, they were all popping. So, like... When I crossed, like, little flip in the stadium, you know, in the back of the house, one time I, I crossed them, it was kind of like, damn, like, I was kind of starstruck because I was like, this fucking little flip, bro, like, game over flip, you know, like, game over, you know, you like, this dude, without knowing, he was like, 
part of moments in my life where, you know, hearing that song literally translates me to a, you know, a time, a place, and like a space where where I had good memories, which was my middle school. Obviously, it's not the same for everybody. Maybe you, you got your ass whooped, but you know, with Lil Flip playing in the ground, and you're like, man, fucking hey, Lil Flip. But I guess, you know, that's just kind of the way that things work, right? Like certain smells like transport you somewhere and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's my experience. That's why I like mine. Obviously, you're going to have your reasons not to like it. And, you know, I read, I read on the Reddit of a guy that actually grew up in this environment, in like a hood environment, he said, or she said. And he saw a lot of his family members die and pass away because of drugs, because of, you know, gang culture, because of that. And obviously his experience with the color purple, his experience with Chopped and Screwed, his experience with, you know, this type of music or this environment that this music represents is a negative one. So when he saw this, he was like, I fucking hate it. And that's valid, you know? And I think, obviously, that's where opinions are formed, right? Like, if you... I think every... Well, most, right? And obviously, case by case. But I think most most opinions are valid as long as you have a reason for your opinion in, in, in a way, right? And and I think this, this person has a great opinion. Or not a great opinion, but has a an understandable opinion of why he hates the fucking Purple Kit. The same way I have my opinion of why I love it. So I think it's one of those things that, you know, you either hate or either you love. I think a lot of some people, I don't know if people hated the black kit or not. But, you know, maybe some people did. You know, maybe they were like, why are we going black? We have like, why? (laughs) We live in Houston a thousand degrees in the summer and we're going to wear black. You know what I mean? So I guess it goes uh, part of like, you know you growing up or part of who you are as a person or your your experiences lived I, obviously that has to do a lot with what you like and what you don't like you know i don't like red and white because i grew up a boca juniors fan and i hate river so if i were if i were given a chance to wear something blue or something red i'm gonna go blue a thousand percent most of the time and that's why yellow is probably my favorite color because i saw it so often i mean one of the shirts that my dad wears almost at least once or twice a week is a yellow long sleeve Argentina shirt and Argentina Boca Junior shirt that he has been having since we were in Argentina so that's 20 years that I've been like I've been seeing this man wear this shirt at least once a week and when I see yellow when I think yellow I think of my dad I think in the love that he transferred you know of Boca to me and I'm trying to like kind of pass it on to the kids and you know whatever it may be so it's it's memories, it's experiences, and I think that's what they kind of went with. And of course, you know, you're not going to like Swangus. You're not going to like, you know, a certain type of car. I think it's beautiful. I, I see it as art. You know, some people see it as ghetto and shit, <laughs> which is valid too, you know. Some people can be ghetto. And I guess that car could be ghetto, but the way that I see it is like, man, it could be art you know, to some people and, and just taking care of your car the way that they take care of them, you know, the, the paint and, you know, doing candy paint is not just like a regular ass paint job, you know, it requires, you know, I worked at a body shop and I worked with a guy that painted and he would tell me, he's like, candy paint, it ain't easy, bro. Like it takes practice and it looks like shit if you don't know how to do it. Like it takes money, it takes practice, it takes time and it goes, you know, with a lot of other stuff. But, you know, like I said, 
you are free to like it. You are free not to like it. And that's just the way that I see it. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say, Chris. <coughs> oh, you do. Okay. Let's see. He says, uh, there you go. Make a Mexican-themed color jersey or a Nigerian-themed jersey. They make up a big part of the soccer culture here. And I don't even like Mexico or non-U.S. US country soccer-wise like that. See, valid point. We need a humidity-themed jersey or a jersey that tells you the current heat index. Hey, that would be dope. Imagine, you know those, those uh, you know how you were talking about the scratch and sniffs? We can do like, you know, if you, if you get those mugs and you put hot water on them, they change colors. We should do something like that. As, as the more they sweat, the, the color turns like different colors, like it turns red or some shit. Not red because Dallas, you know, but like, I don't know, a different color. That would be dope. But with that being said, I don't even know what time it is. Um, it's 11. Okay, so we're about 45 minutes in. We're, I guess we'll fucking make it an hour since we're here. Um, still holding. We'll, we'll take Bossy out of here. But those are some of the jerseys, right, that everybody kind of has been going on. There's a bunch of other ones that obviously are not here. Um, but obviously, let's see if I can find, okay, MLS jersey, see every new kit, <coughs> over here dying, I'm getting off a cold, so here's the Atlanta, uh, shirt, <clears throat> it's basic, I mean, I don't know, maybe you have to see it, like, in person to kind of figure it out, but Atlanta United, uh, go, win with the Phoenix, I think that it's part of, like, their, um, a resurgence kit uh armadillo kit whack no i'm just kidding um yeah i think they have a phoenix in their flag and their in their city flag or something like that so that they went with that uh armadillo i guess the the yellow is kind of like the color of the armadillo i don't know i i'm learning to like really really hate austin and just kind of anything that they do i'm starting to hate green it's just kind of like uh, uh, you know type thing uh, it's cool that they have an address, I guess, on the back of the neck. I don't know what that means. Barn Springs, I guess that's where everybody goes and smokes weed. It is what it is. Their tree is kind of there. Yeti. I think Yeti, though, is one of the best sponsorships that any team has. The Armadillo, Armadillo on the thing is kind of whack, but I guess they like Armadillos. What? It's such a, such a weird hippie town. This is Portland in Texas, literally. Like, if you look at the Portland shirt, if you look at the... Austin shirt, they're basically the same thing, just kind of differently, right? But that's when you know Austin is kind of like the West Coast in Texas, in a way. Here we go, Charlotte. Charlotte is pretty dope, too. It kind of, you know, owed uh, to the water, to the coast, to the Carolina blues, what they call it, right? Um, so they have the different shades of uh, blue, kind of going from white, light, 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 darker, darker, darker. It's pretty cool. We'll see how that looks in person, but it's pretty dope. Uh, we talked about Chicago and, you know, just straight classy red in a way. Uh, this one's pretty simple and just kind of plain, you know, white with just the little accents on the side. There's not much to it. Cincinnati, you could do better. <clears throat> uh, this one's kind of weird. Colorado fucking win Croatia, like Croatia on drugs. Uh, checkerboard type thing. Yeah, not my favorite. Not my favorite. We talked about this one. This one's kind of good. It's all right. 
I like the yellow, so that's fine. Uh, see, this one's kind of weird. It also has purple. It's, 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 you know, red and blue, purple. I don't know. It has, obviously, potential, but I just hate Dallas. So I'm just going to hate this shirt. Black, you can probably never go wrong with black, especially with red accents. That's dope. And also, I, I like these little patches, whatever the, the heck they are. It looks it looks different. I guess they make little squares. We'll give them a pass. I'm starting to hear noises now. Uh, Houston, obviously, with the whole purple. Um, we talked about this for like 45 minutes. So we'll go through it. We'll, we'll let you have your thoughts. Uh, Sporting Kansas City kind of staying true to the little uh little whatever the diamond things i like it is it's pretty dope it's kind of simple and you know just three skc you know i i think they they need to redo their logo i think their logo has a really like a lot of potential to be a lot better so maybe in the next few years if you're listening kansas city players kansas city people do your logo man i think it could be a lot better that's kind of it's kind of old school uh, this one's trash, bro. What the fuck is this? This is LA, LA Galaxy. It's just white with lines. Oh, I guess I see this through the middle. They went kind of backwards. But it's pretty bad. Trash. We talked about this one. This one's simple. Obviously, the gold gives it a touch. Shoulder to shoulder. Eh, 3252. Plastic. Club. Sorry if you're an LAFC fan and watching this. Messi and freaking Miami. This shirt is fucking trash. Um, I like the whole... I like the pink. Just as a color. I think this is a bad shirt, to be honest. Like, this whole collar section of it is terrible. Uh, the Caribbean thing and the logo is too much going on in one portion of the thing. The Adidas kind of fucks it up right there. Uh, it's just bad. Honestly, it's just a bad shirt. It's just bad. And I'm starting to hate Miami. You know, even though I like Messi as a person and I like him as a player, obviously Argentina champion and all that, I'm just starting to hate Miami little and little. Like, ugh. Just so much. Minnesota, we talked about this one. This one's dope. Uh, the blue, the light blue, the blue lights or whatever they call it up in the skies, the northern lights, uh, the little starry night. It's pretty dope. Obviously, that blue. I wonder if, I think it would have been badass if every shirt had like a different blue design. I guess they all have the same one. But how awesome it could have been if it was like one one of one type thing. But obviously, it would have cost a shitload of money. So, probably not. Uh, this one's uh, pretty trash, not going to lie. It looks like a spine of a fish kind of going through it. Uh, you know, I work with fish. This is promising. I don't know what that is. But I like the I like the simplicity of just like having little logos. Oh, there he's up top. I guess the front is the French shit. The French shit, obviously. I am a great outs, you know, I can speak. Uh, but it's, it's pretty bad. It's blue with a fish spine through the middle. This one has a really Boca vibes with the dark blue. Obviously, a book I would be more towards the middle. I kind of fuck with it. I kind of don't. I just think it's, the blue is too high. Obviously, it's me being vi biased. But I guess I didn't want to copy Boca. But this kind of looks like a weird stripe through the chest. This one's kind of, you know, it's simple, but it's nice. It's blue with the red shoulders. This is Revolution. Obviously, they did also go through a little change. 
of uh, logo. It looks a lot better. It looks like rear bright almost. And the little dots looks pretty pretty simple, but kind of dope, kind of classy. <coughs> New York Revolt, we talked about it. Inter Milan of the US. This one, this one goes hard. It's simple, but it, the fact that they kind of divided it in half when blue, when per, when orange on one side on the other. I don't understand how the orange and light blue kind of go. I guess the Knicks, right? I guess that's where they're kind of going with. Uh, you know, kind of keep it New York City type thing. Keep it a, a one, one vibe. I guess the Jets fuck it up, right? I, I, I don't know if the Jets represent New York City. But I think the older teams should have the same colors. So this one's pretty dope because it's half and half. My back is about to like get a cramp for some reason. Orlando, well, not for some reason. I've been sitting kind of weird. I need to figure something out. I need to get a bigger, like a tall chair. Okay, Orlando, here we go. Uh, we talked about it. It's simple, but I think, obviously, the old school logo kind of gives it a little bit. But, honestly, this is kind of trash, though. The bimbo, the bimbo. The Philadelphia Union shirt, obviously, giving the ode to the little snake in in, in the middle. Uh, I really love their little logo. Uh, I think this one's pretty dope. See, this is a really good version of how they centered of everything. Kind of looks badass. I think that stripe through the middle helps that because it kind of hides it. But the yellow uh, Adidas is pretty dope. We already talked about Scratch and Sniff. We already talked about Real Salt Lake. Earthquakes uh, kind of trash. It's just simple white. They also kind of went old school with the old school logo, but it's still trash. It's just white and red on the sides. Nothing too much to it. This one's kind of cool. Obviously, the green, the old school green, the 70s, 80s vibes uh, with the light blue. Pretty cool. It seems like a shirt that you could wear, like I said, with khaki pants and like loafers. Uh, St. Louis, do better. White and red, trash. Toronto. If this one is trash, you are more trash. Because you ain't even got nothing. Fuck out of here. This one's pretty cool. It's just one. Obviously, it's one solid color, but it's a dark color. And then it has the, the other stripes. The one with the f f 50 year logo or something like that. Yeah, 50 years. Uh, pretty cool. Obviously, it's a change. And I think that's the last one. Yeah, Vancouver is the last one. The 50th kit. Um, and I think that that's it, man. I think we're going to call it a day. Let me see, Chris, you still here? Uh, ideas. Can you bring up some of your top Vol League jerseys? It looks like Dynamo SKC Derby. Uh, yeah, that's true. Let me actually, yeah, let's do that. Fuck it. Let me see. Let me go to the uh, to the Instagram of Vault. So Vault is also kind of sponsored by Adidas. So all the shirts are going to be Adidas. Uh, and they're also kind of simple. You know, obviously, it's not like a... You don't have the great production. But also, let me show you this one. This one is from a team that is pulling up next season. Um, obviously, it's black with the gold markers or like the gold to kind of reflect the logo. So, I don't know if you know, but Sebastian, this guy right here, top striker nine, he is the the, the creator, the, the mastermind behind the whole vote league. And he redesigned their logo. So if you go to HTX Dynasty FC, this is kind of what they had going on at one point in time, right? So it's kind of clip arty, you know, no disrespect. And Dynasty FC. And then, you know, uh, Sebastian kind of with his low expertise, he gave him this one, which obviously kind of looks, um, 
it's kind of like an ode to um, Chelsea in a way, right? Or like the Netherlands. But obviously, it still has the shield that they kind of wanted. And, you know, just a, a simple circle in a way, right? But I love this freaking lion thing, right? And I think it's pretty dope. And obviously, you can play around with the colors. You can have white, gold, and black. And the jersey, obviously, as a even even with the simplicity of the shirts, you know, they're still kind of dope in a way. So, I don't know. I don't know if you like it, but... Obviously, like I said, the budgets are completely the opposite. <laughs> but I think these are cool. So these are this is Houstonians. I'm pretty sure I don't know if you heard it, but Houstonians is a really uh, like it's a club from from the city of Houston. They do have like an academy. Obviously, this is just like a plain red. So Houstonians always were red. So, but if also look at these numbers though, shit, like. These are, if I'm not mistaken, these are created by um, Sebastian. So he kind of came up with that for it. <clears throat> but the black jersey for, um, for, uh... okay, so let's keep going. Uh, this is AC Juniors, so obviously. It's also simple red. Uh, Far Out is one of the sponsors. Shout out to Far Out. Uh, Far Out is a, it's actually a pretty badass. Um, let me see if they're tagged. Yeah, they are tagged. They're like a like a far out football club, so it, growing football culture is more aesthetic. So it, they're like a lifestyle brand type thing. I don't know if they have a team, but it's, it's a it's a badass brand. So check them out. Uh, let's see here. You have um, Ghost Town Saints, which is like they do the black, the white and black. Ghost Town Saints is pretty dope. Uh, like I said, you know these are simple jerseys. But, you know, they also have the little things to them. Obviously, you can't really see them that well. This is green flag. Obviously, a green, the things on the side. Uh, this is um, Inter. But the So, all the logos were created by um, by Seba. So, there's the green flag uh, crest that he made for them. The Inter crest that he designed for Inter. But see, this one is dope because it has the little lines. And this is the away kit. So all the teams have a home and away kits. Um, and then we go. This is um, Nightwatch. So they're blue. Obviously just, you know, simple. But every team has their... And also they have an away jersey. And then this is um, Frankfurt. Oh, shit. Actually, they have their own page, too. So I guess we can check these out. <coughs> But these are some of the shirts that they were in the past. So this one's pretty dope. Kind of with the lines going across. And yeah. But this is Frankfurt Athletic logo and crest. Oh, and I said Nightwatch also has their own. Let me see. They have their own Insta. And that's where they keep their stuff. And that's their logo. The logo was also recreated. So FC FC Night Watch. So it's in there. Pretty subtle, but you know it's in there. And we used to actually wear Umbro. And look look at this. Look how crazy that is, right? So this is how the logo started. <laughs> it it's crazy how people kind of you know the evolution of design as well. And now uh, this is where we're at right now. So it's pretty dope. Right? Like that's crazy. 
<clears throat> Let me see. Actually, let's just fucking go to the Vault League website. What am I doing? Literally everything is there. So the Vault League website, you see the Dynasty uh, Football Club there. Um, let me see, we'll go to Teams. And that's where you have FC Seinfeld. Houstonians, obviously, they came in with their own logo, green flag. Houston Rovers, kind of some Roma vibes. Ghost on Saints, that one's pretty dope. SC9 Watch, AC Juniors, Matias Almeida FC, which obviously came with their own crest, but actually was redesigned because it used to be like a whole Liger. Liger. Tiger standing up, Frankfurt Athletic, Inter. Those are the 10 teams that are competing right now. And actually, there's going to be a second division, and these are some of the teams. Longhorn FC, kind of, you know, giving some UT vibes. Sud America Club de Football, Ballers. <clears throat> Ballers Hub Football Academy, Houston United, who actually has their own little club and uh, Creative Football Studios redesigned their stuff. Um, Real Houston FC, some Real Madrid type vibes. Warriors FC, and actually, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, uh, U, U of H uh, will also be playing in Division 2. Who, let's go here, <clears throat> actually also was... Creative Football Studios did design also their logo. Let me see if I go far enough. No, probably not. But, you know, that's kind of that's kind of like the gist of it, you know. Like I said, it's a different type of thing. Uh, but this is another club that's gone, so University of Houston. Uh, also, the logo was made by Creative Football Studios. And Pasadena Soccer Club. I don't know if he made it or not, but I'm... Probably sure you did. <clears throat> Probably not. I don't know. But let's go here. See, so yeah, none there. But that's that's them. Actually, let's go follow them. Why not? <clears throat> and then you know you have the other teams. But yeah, that's that, bro. Um, sorry I bored you. But that Sheffield Wednesday owl for that night watch. Uh, probably look into that. Of course, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Uh, Dynasty looks like a New Orleans Saints or Las Vegas Knights hockey team. Yeah, probably, right? But, alright man, I'm just gonna kill it here because I don't want to bore you to death. Uh, appreciate you joining in. Like I said, we're probably gonna try to do this every um, Monday. But every Monday at 10, 10.30, uh, I'll try to let you guys know. Uh, we're gonna be doing this, looking at a bunch of different stuff, but we're gonna be doing a lot of soccer, a lot of uh, MLS content, and just a bunch of shit. We're probably gonna watch videos and kind of talk about them and stuff like that. But without further ado, thank you, gracias. I appreciate you jumping in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time, next uh, tomorrow. Choosing Dynamo, let's go, let's go, baby, let's go. And uh, we're probably gonna do a spaces or some shit uh, with the Bio City Soccer Boys. And then we're going to do a roundtable on Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be a, a lot of content about your city soccer. Don't forget, stay tuned with the boys by city soccer. Have a good night. Good night. What? What?